Lamed Zayin Amad Aleph, about eight lines down at the new Mishnah. We're going to see in this Mishnah that there's a concept of a shore becoming a muad for certain situations, and yet remaining a tam for other situations, says the Mishnah. Shor shu muad leminai ve'inai muad le'she'inai minai. So a shor which is a muad, meaning it had let's say, gored three times, Mino would say its own species, so to go another shore, but it's not Muad L'Sha'ina Mino. Okay, or, I wrote an or, Muad L'Adam Veinu Muad L'Behema, it's Muad uh, three times gored a person, uh, not Muad for other animals, or Muad L'Katana Veinu Muad L'Gadolim, it's Muad to gore uh, little uh, ones, meaning, let's say, little uh, little ox, little uh, calf, but not big ones, well, Colon. How much does it have to pay if it gores? Well, it depends. Eshehu muad loy, the category, the type that it is muad to gore. Mishal nezek shalman has to pay full damages. Kama veshenu muad loy, and the type of animal it's not muad to gore. Mishal nezek nezek, it pays half damages. Period. Amrulifne, Rabbi Yehuda, and other Rabbi Yehuda, his students uh, asked him the following question. Uh, what if you have an animal that's muad, uh, gores on Shabbos, which actually Rashi gives an interesting uh, explanation of why it would only do it on Saturdays, basically because it works all week long, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, but on Shabbos it doesn't, so it gets sort of like a uh, a bit of a uh, full-of-itself attitude and is uh, goring on Shabbos, but not uh, during the weekday. So what we say there, Amar Lahem, well, answers are back to his students. If it goes on Shabbos, it pays full damages. If it goes on a weekday, half damages. In that case, is there a possibility for the animal to go back being a Tom? Yes, there is. So this animal, which was a mua to Gora on Saturdays, you know what? If after it became a muad. Let's say a Shabbos happened and there was uh, potential animals for Tagor and it didn't. And the same thing happened the next Saturday and the same thing happened the next Saturday. It then goes back to being a Tom, which would mean if it gores again uh, at any particular time, it would only pay half Nezek if it gores on a Saturday. That's the Mishnah. It's Mar, we have a Machlokas between Rav Zvid, who I circled here, and one line later, beginning of the line is Rav Papa, I circled Rav Papa, which takes us literally to almost the bottom of the Amud. And it's a Machlokas about one letter. The first line of the Mishnah read, Shnor Shehu Muad Leminai, and we have it printed, Ve'enai Muad Lesheinai Minai. Do you understand the Mishnah? Like we have it printed, that is with a vav or maybe without a vav. It's like this: Itmar Ravzvid, who we circled Amar, two words in right angles. I double underline the vav there. It's not. Kama Ravpapa, who I circled Amar, in right angles. Enoimuad without the vav. Tsanan is what is taught in the Mishnah. Now, the Gemara is going to go over the two opinions and what difference does it make? It makes a big difference. So, colon Ravzvid, who I now underline Amar. Two words in right angles. Ve'enai muad. Tznan is what is taught. In other words, with a vav, the diuk would be. So, what would the mission read then? A shore which is muad to gore its own species and not muad to gore a species which is not its own, which would mean it's. We know that it doesn't gore other animals. We've seen other animals. It doesn't gore them. Let's say we didn't see other animals, and we just wanted to know stum. So we have an animal that gores, uh, shore that gores other shores. 
we don't know one way or another. So hastama, I squiggle another word, stama have muad, and dot underline have muad. So a stam animal, according to Rav Zvid, would be considered a muad. Big difference, how much it has to pay if it gores. As a pain as a shalom, as it gores. Rav Papa, who underline Amar, that the correct reading of the first line of the Mishnah is without the Vav. That shore which is muad, the minoi, enoi muad, the assumption is it's not muad, those two words in right angles, tanan, which would mean, that's another way of saying, stama, I squiggle underline stama, lo have muad, I double underline lo and dot underline have muad, that's the machlokus, basically. In a stam case, do we say we assume it's muad, or in the stam case, we do not assume it's muad. Now, each one of these opinions, Rizvid and Rapapa, was medayik from our Mishnah, but different parts of our Mishnah. Kama Rizvid, diek mi seifa, from a later part of the Mishnah. Kama Rapapa, diek mi resha, colon. Rizvid, who I now circled his name again, and about... 10, 11 lines later, first word on the line is Rav Papa. I circled that Rav Papa. So we're going to go over which uh, each one of these opinions and how they're medayik from the Mishnah. Rav Zvidik, Mi Seifa, Dekatani, five words in right angles. What did the later, or a later relative to what Rav Papa is going to use, part of the Mishnah? This case, Muad Lekatanim, Ve'enam Muad Legadolim. So if it was a Muad, it had gored, let's say, three times, uh, smaller, uh, like little calves, but not... The, the gedolim. So how do you read that? Ve'enom or the gedolim. E amris bishlama, if you want to say ve'enom muad, I double underline the vav, kitani. The way it should be taught is and not muad for the other thing, comma connector, ha stama have muad. So the stam case, it would be muad. And then what would be the chiddush that the Mishnah is teaching us in that case? Hakamash Milan. You know what the chiddush is? That even though it only gored the um, little animal, a little one three times, even from little animals, to say that it'll go a, a big animal, Nami, if you don't know otherwise, it's yes considered muad. So if it gored a calf one, two, three times, if you don't know otherwise, it would yes be considered muad to gore a bull or a cow. Kama. That's a big chiddish. Ella, I vectored the word Ella, Ella i amris. It's not a vav. In other words, it's just, it's not muad ketani, which would mean, in other words, stama lo have muad. Oh, the stam case is not muad. So it's muad for, let's say, calves, but not muad for big animals. Well, then, one second here. Hashta yesh loimar leketanim alma that for other small animals, stama, it's not considered muad. For instance, let's say you're going from its mean, like a small calf, to a she'enoi minoi, to a small, I don't know, a small uh, horse. The uh, part of the mission would be telling us that it's not muad, kama, then mi ketanim le gedolim Would you have to even tell me that from ketanim to gedolim, a little one, to a big one, of course, would you need to tell me to lo havi muad? Of course it's not muad. If it doesn't even, uh, can't even stop me, assume it's not going to attack another small animal, like of course it won't attack a big animal. That is Rav Zvid's um, part of the mission that he is learning his principle from. Vira Papa, and on Rav Papa, what would Rav Papa's response to that be? Well, Rav Papa, Amarlachi would tell you, colon, that no, no, this case is actually you need it because it needs to teach you a Chiddush. Itzrich, comma. Sagtai Dechamina might have thought to say, Hoyel Uparatz Bey Behahu Mina Paratz Bey. Once it started with things called uh, cow slash bull slash calf, that's the type of animal that it will attack. In other words, it doesn't make a difference. It's a big uh, 
cows, small calves, but, you know, cow slash calf family. That's what you might have thought, comma, kamash malan connector, de lo have mua, that, oh no, it would not be considered. That would be the Chiddush of that part of the Mishnah, period. Now, Rav Papa, who we had already circled, we had set up above that Rav Papa takes a earlier section of the Mishnah is Medayik from it. Repapa diik mi reisha. Dikatani, here's a five-word quote of the part of the Mishnah that Repapa is going to be Medayik from. This is the um, person versus animal. So we had said, Muad la'adam, enoi muad lebehema. So uh, muad to gore people, not for the animal. Now, e, Amos, I vectored the word e. If you want to say bishlema, two-word phrase marking, enoi muad, it's not in other words without the vav. What it says is if muad la'adam, Automatically is not mula behema. In other words, stama lo muad. Well, kama hakamash malan. The chiddush of that would be dafilu me adam lebehema. Even now, you probably think that if it gores people, it would certainly gore another animal. A person as the mazel and all that. Dafilu. Um, so what we're being taught is that even uh, if it if it if it is considered a muad for an adam to make it also lebehema nami stama lo muad, we're not going to do that, which is a big chiddush. That would be important for the mission to tell us. Ella, I vectored the word Ella, Ella i amris, the enoi muad, double under in the vav, that when the Mishnah says it's din, what it's talking about, that it's a muad for this, and not, in other words, we know it's not for the other, which would mean then the stam case uh, would be yes a muad, well, ha stama have a muad, hashtag Like, you, do you need to really need to tell me this? Now that we know, me behema le behema, one type of animal. To another type of animal, stama havimua, then certainly, like it would be obvious, may adam lebehem if it gores a person, then to say it would gore an animal, srichal lemeimar connector to havimua, would you have to tell me that? Like, of course that would be the case. Okay, what would Rav Zvid say to this way that Rav was learning the mission of Rav Zvid? I underline Rav Zvid. The Rav Zvid connector Amarlachi would tell you that the earlier part, what we had called the ratio of the Mishnah, is actually needed to tell you. Not so much what makes it into muad, but what it can or can't do to get it from being a muad back to being a tam. So, Rosvid Amalak Reisha, a chazara kai. It's going on what it would have to say, to, so to speak, uh, do to, uh, to do tshuva, to go back to being a tam. Colon, kigain. Tave muad la adam umuad la Imagine if a sure it was considered muad to gore people, to gore animals, and then hadar may be behema. In other words, it changed its status of being that which was muad to gore animals. Now, how does that happen? Well, the kai gabi behema, tlasa zimni, it was by other animals three times. The loy and then it, like, it didn't gore. Hmm. How did him, you might have thought to say, kevin deli hadr be me odom, since it, like, didn't pass that test by being around people three times, maybe the fact that it didn't gore behemas, chazara de behema, lav chazara he, me might thought to say, that sounds quite reasonable. Oh! Kama, kamash malan connector de chazar de behema mia chazarihi. No, the Kiddush is that actually it would be a balchuva, so to speak, when it comes to other animals. It would go from being what well, it was previously a muad, now being back to a tom, even though it's still a muad for people. Period. Mesve. I put a triangle around this mesve, uh, pointing up. Five lines later, first word line is Ashi, then is a Tashma. I put an upside-down triangle on that Tashma, 
And three lines later, last word on the line is S. The word before that is Dekatani. I put an upside-down triangle on Dekatani. Now, we have these two approaches, Rav Zvid and Rav Papa. This Meisve that we're going to bring is actually going to be uh, a question or a difficulty, at least initially, for Rav Zvid. And obviously from the um, upside-down triangles, the second and third, those are going to be questions on uh, Rav Papa. So, here we go. Meisve. It's an source that goes literally one line from beginning to end. I box it off. Sumchus, why underlined on your now, we didn't see Sumchus in our Mishnah, but Sumchus says, If you have an animal that's considered Mu'ad to gore people, it's Mu'ad for Behemoth like automatically from a Kalvachimer. Okay, but that's Sumchus's opinion, which seems to imply that he does not agree with the Tanakama or the author of our Mishnah, connector Michal the Tanakama, two word phrase, Enoi Mu'ad. Kamar. It must be the Tanakam would say that if the animal is a muad for people, it's not necessarily muad for behema. So that would be a question on um, Ravzvid. Well, Amalak Ravzvid, Ravzvid would say to you as an answer that no. What Sumchus is doing in that one line Bryce that we just finished, Sumchus Achazarakai, he's also, we've seen this before a few lines ago, but he's going on what would be necessary to get the animal from being a muad back to being a tam. And this, as we'll see right now, is what Sumchus was saying to the Tanakama. Colon. says Sumchus to the Tanakama. That which you said uh, is a forward phrase. Chazora b'dehema is a chazorahi. That if it, uh, three times uh, after it's a muad to gore animals, it sees an animal and doesn't gore, it is considered a good back to the tam status, then kama chazara de behema lav chazara hi mi adam. The chazara of a behema is not going to be considered a chazara, a chazara um, as a kavachan from a person. And it goes like this, kolin ma adam, ma me adam loika mehader be. Just because it's an animal three times doesn't mean that it is not going to gore people in the future and be a muad. Then mi behema loikol shagain. Period. Okay. Uh, so Ravzvid has defended himself. Amar of Ashi Tashma. Now this Tashma is a quote from our Mishnah, and the reason it's pointed in a different direction is because it's going to be a question on Rav Papa. Uh, said the Mishnah, it quote goes uh, almost two lines, right angles. Amar Lufnei Rabbi Yehuda raised Muad Shabbosays for Saturdays, Vein Muad but not like Tuesdays or Thursdays, any weekday. Amar Lahan. Uh, he responds to them. Now, apparently that was a question that they had uh, posed for Rabbi Yehuda. He responds back, well, the Shabbat says, if it goes on a Saturday, Mishal Nezek Shalem. Lima Yitzchol, if it goes on a weekday, Mishalem Chatzin Nezek. That's the end of the Tanaic source. Now, how do we understand that little back and forth? E, Amrish, I squiggle and the word E. If you want to say Bishlama, that the way to understand the Mishnah is V, Enoi Muad, double underline the Vav, Ketani is the way that it's taught. Then it's a question that they, the Talmudim of Rabbi Yehuda, are asking him. Shiuli Hudikamashil lay, which is like this. Rabbi, let's say it gores on Saturdays, but not on weekdays. The Hunami Kamahadalahu, and then Rabbi Yehuda would have responded with, well, then on Saturdays it pays Nezek Shalom, and on Tuesdays it pays Chatzin Nezek. That's a very straightforward Shakavatari back and forth in the Mishnah. Kama Ella E. I squiggle under on the Ali. Ella E. Amrus Ainai Muad Kitani. Not Vainamud, just it's not Muad. 
then what exactly are doing? Not asking a question, like making a statement, which is very unusual for the students to make a statement in halacha to their rabbi. Agmuri Huda They're teaching their rabbi, rabbi Huda, what the halacha is. Uh, question mark comma vesu, and even further, ihu my kamahadra lehu. What exactly would he be responding to them? Right? They said ain't no muad, and he would respond ain't no muad. It's like, what kind of response is that? That back and forth doesn't really make sense, and therefore this is a little bit difficult for the Rav Papa approach. I'm Rav Yanai. Rav Yanai says, well, as long as we're piling on Rav Papa, Miresha Nami Deka, precise reading of the earlier part of the Mishnah, is also going to be Mendaic like Rav Zvid and not like Rav Papa, and that's why we have a upside-down triangle in this Dekatani. Here's a quote from the Mishnah. goes for about 60% of a line. Uh, starts here. Es shemuadloi mishalom nezek shalim veshena muadloi mishalom chatsi nezek. The one it's muad for full damages. The one it's not muad for half damages. Now, e amres bishlema I squeal on any word e. If you want to say the following, all is fine. Namely, v'enay muad double underline the vav. Kitani is the way it is taught, which the v'ena muad is like the revzvid perushi kam mefarishla. Then the Mishnah simply explaining itself, which would be necessary. Ela'i, we squiggle on the ela'i, ela'i, amres, ain't muad ketani, without the vav, well, isn't that obvious? Pasca comma connector, my su, why would it have to say further? Es shemuad loi, mishalom nezek shalim, if it's muad, it pays full damages, veshena muad loi, mishalom chatsi nezek. Like, we're already on daflamid zayin in Maseches Bavakama. Do you think we don't know from many Mishnayas that there's a full Nezik payment if it's a Muad, or a Chatsi Nezik payment if it's a Tam? Ad hashtole ashminan de ha Tam Mishalom Chatsi Nezik? What, like up till now we don't know that a, an animal is a Tam pays half Nezik? And a Muad is Mishalom Nezik Shalom? Like, we would know that, of course! And it seems at this point, since Rosvid defended himself on the first Mace Fay, and the next two Tanaic sources were questioned in the Rapapa, that sounds like we don't go like Rapapa. The Gemara, which is unusual after we've just seemingly disproved Rapapa, says, And if you want to say also that, oh, yeah, yeah, we, uh, we do hold like Rapapa, which is actually what leads um, many Rishonim to say that we actually do pass like Rapapa, because if the Gemara is going to turn around, even though it seemingly disproved Rapapa, and says, well, and here is, if we go like Rapapa, anyway, and if we go like Rapapa, then this interesting case, Nagach Shor Chamor Vegamal. Three different animals, three different times. It actually becomes a nasa muad lekhel, according to all opinions. Tan Rabbanan, the Gemara brings a brisa, it goes just over a line. Interesting case over here, you have a shore. It ra'a colon, it saw a shore, nagach, gored it, comma. Saw a shore again, loy nagach, did not gore it. Shore, nagach, did. Shore, loy nagach, did not. Shore, nagach, did. Shore, Loi Nagach did not. Basically, every other time it saw a shore, it gored, and then it didn't. And then it gored, and then it didn't. You know what happens? Nasa Muad Lesirugin Lishvarim. We're getting very detailed here, but it actually becomes a Muad every other time. And again, there's a big nafkamina if it's a Tamra Muad, because if it gored it, one of the times it was a Muad to gored, it would have to pay full damages. Uh, whereas if it gored at a time that it was a uh, Tom, it would only have to pay half damages. Tanara Banan. Yigamar brings another brisa. Also, this one, a little bit less than a line. Starts here. Ra short saw a ox, nagach, and gourd. Chamor, it saw a donkey, loy nagach, and did not gourd. Sus, it saw a horse, nagach, yes, gourd. Gamal, it saw a camel, loy nagach, didn't gourd. Parrot, it saw a mule, nagach. Arud, it saw a wild donkey, loy nagach. Basically, 
Nasa muad, leserugin, lekoil. It becomes a muad that every other animal it experiences, it'll gore it, and uh, therefore would pay Nezek Shalom if it gores the animal every other time. That's the end of the price. How about this? We're going to have four stages of this question. I put Roman numerals in the margin. On the first line, I put a Roman numeral one, about five lines later. First word line is Chamor. I put a Roman numeral two, about four lines below that. First word line is Achrin. I put a Roman numeral three, about five lines later. First word on line is Ve'ed. I put a Roman numeral four. So here's the stages. Uh, here's the first. It saw a uh, number one, shore, number two, shore, number three, shore, number four, Chamor, number five, Gamal. So it saw a shore, uh, Gordit, shore, Gordit. Shore, that number three shore I circled, then a chamor and gordon and a gamal and gordon, mahu. How do we look at this? It's been the Ao Dilma B A. Hi Shore Basra. I wrote above that number three. In other words, the shore that we had circled. Do we say Basra Shvarm Shadinanle? Well, there was a gore number one to a shore, gore number two and gore number three. Oh, there's number three. Vakati Lishvarm Hudiyoid, and therefore it is muad to gore another shore, but let me diachwini, another type of animal, like say a chamor gamal, loy eoid. It's not yet a muad. Oh, Dilma is going on the Odilma, Odilma B, maybe, High Shore Basra, oh no, that shore number three that we had circled, Basra Chamor Vagamal Shadin and you can look at it as though the first of going three different types of animals, the Eoi Lechul Humini, and then it becomes Muad for going all types of animals, question mark, we don't answer that, but we take it a step further. Stage number Rome, stage Roman numeral two. Uh, number one, Chamor, number two, Gamal, number three, Shore, number four, Shore, number five, Shore. So, it started, gored a donkey, then a camel. I circled the number three shore, then a shore, then again a shore, then again a shore. How do we look at this one, Mahu? Do we say, high shore, comma, again I wrote above that the uh, number three, uh, the first time it gored a shore, which was the, thirst, th- uh, the, the third goring incident, do we say, well, when did that happen? Well, it, it gored a donkey, that's one, a camel, that's two, and now this uh, shore, this is three. And then presto, there you go, you got an animal that is considered muad to gore all types of animals. Kama, Odilma, I underline the Odilma, Odilma, maybe B. Oh no, what came after that? There was another shore, and then another shore, Vakati, and then still, it's only muad to gore shores. Leminachrina, but for other types of animals, loeoid, it's not muad. That is the question, which also remains unresolved, which leads us to the next question. Let's say you have a shore that gores number one Shabbos, number two Shabbos, number three Vishabbos, number four Echad Bishabbos, number five Sheni Bishabbos. So it gored on Saturday of a certain week. Then Shabbos, the next Saturday, it gored again. Then the next Saturday, it gored again. Then the next day, on Sunday at Gord, and then on Monday at Gord. How do we look at that? Once again, colon, A, Odilma, B. Hi, Shabbos, Basraisa. I wrote that number three, and we had circled the number three Shabbos. That Shabbos, that is the last of the three Shabbos, is do we look at it at Basra, Shabbos, Huda, Shadinan? Tack it on to the first two Shabbos, Va'akati, and then, well, it became the Shabbos, Huda, Yoid, it's a Muad for Going on Shabbos is Liamais Hachayil, but for weekdays, Loiyoy. So if it goes like on a Sunday or Monday, it would not pay Nezek Shalom, but only Chatzin Nezek. Odilma is squiggling around the Odilma. Odilma B. Basar Echad B'Shabbos V'Sheni B'Shabbos Shadin and Lay. No, no, take that Shabbos, which we had circled, the number three, and, well, it goes on Saturday, then on Sunday, then on Monday, Eviyoy Lay Lukuliyumi, and then it becomes Muad for all days of the week. That's the question. 
Not answered, and leads us to the next question, Roman numeral four. Number one, hey, Bishabbos. Number two, Erev Shabbos. Number three, Vishabbos, and I circled that Vishabbos. Four, Shabbos, five, Shabbos. So it gored on a Thursday, a Friday, a Saturday, then the next Saturday, and then the Saturday after that. Mahu. A-Yodoma B. A. Hi, Shabbos, Kamaisa, the one we circled, the number three, Shabbos. That one may be Basar, hey, Bishabbos, Ve'er, Shabbos, Shadin, Anlei. Well, it gored on a Thursday. Gord on a Friday, Gord on a Saturday, there you go. It's considered Muad Viyay, the Chuliyume to Gord on any day. Oh, Dilma, or maybe we'll look at that, the number three Goring, which happened on a Saturday. Ha, Shabbos Kamaisa, the first Shabbos, Basra Shabbos, Asuda Shadin, and Well, it Gord only the next Saturday, and after that, only another Saturday. Le Shabbos, it's only Muad for Shabbos. That whole uh, line of questioning ends with a Teku. Uh, the issue remains unresolved. Uh, here's another case. Nagach Shor, Yom, 15th of the month, Zeh, V'yom, 16th, B'chaydesh Zeh, 16th of the next month, V'yom, Yudzayin, the 17th, B'chaydesh Zeh. So, uh, let's say in June on the, or let's call it, uh, June on the 15th, July on the 16th of the month, August on the 17th of the month. Hmm. How do we look at that? Well, says the Gemara, that is uh, similar to the Pelugta de Ravu Shmuel. There's a Machokas Ravu Shmuel. De Itmar. Now, this is uh, from Maseches Nida. When a, a woman has her uh, Nida flow, uh, if she establishes a, um, a routine, uh, some sort of pattern as to when uh, she sees her monthly um, uh, menstrual blood, when it starts, uh, that establishes certain halachas that requires her to keep uh, differently than if she doesn't have an established uh, time when she sees it. Deidmar. Let's say, Ras, if you have a woman who saw the uh, blood flow on the Tesa B'chaydish, the 15th of month number one, Zeh, V'yayim Tezayin B'chaydish, then the 16th of the next month, V'yayim Yudzayin, the 17th B'chaydish, of the month after that, how do we look at that? Machlokas Rav and Shmuel. Rav, we circled Amar Kava Laveses. Shmuel, we also circled Amar Adshe Tishalish Bedilu. So Rav says Kava Laveses. The way we look at it, as she has a new established time when her period is to be assumed to come, which is the next calendar day of the next month. Um, and, and therefore, when she saw on the third month, which had happened on the 17th, uh, you do not need to say any taharas that she was in contact with for the 24 hours before she saw it is any problem. We can assume they're totally tahor. Uh, that is Rav. According to Shmuel, he would say, no, she has not established a new period because, true, she went from the 15th of month one to the 16th of month two to the 17th of month two, but how many times did she have a, a skip? So she only started on the 15th of month one. When she went... To the 16th of the next month, that was skipping to the next month, called maybe 31 days once. And then the next skip to the 17th of the next month is another 31 days, but that's only two skips. That doesn't establish a chazaka, and therefore she would not have an established period or any of the kulas that come along with it. Amarava, Shmama Kol Shoifar. Well, how about this? Let's say you have an ox who heard a uh, shofar blow, Venagach, and it uh, gored. Kol Shoifar, again, heard a shofar blow, Venagach, and gored. And then a third time, Kol Shoifar heard a shofar blow, Venagach, Naasem Muad, Le Shoifar. So it becomes Muad that if it hears a shofar and gores, is considered Muad. Well, says the Gemara Pshita, like obviously, that's what we're learning in the whole uh, Daf uh, Lamid Zain, is it not? Actually, it's not so clear. 
Why? That first time it heard the shofar. Maybe it wasn't that it was hearing the shofar and, and that's what set it off to be goring, but rather siyuta ba'almuhu denakte. It was merely like a uh, Russia siyuta is biuta shenivas mikol shofar. Maybe he got like a fright, it got like terrified and scared, and that's what calls it to gore. And therefore, it doesn't necessarily mean that even though it was a total of three times, but the first time maybe it was just because it was terrified. Kamash Malan, we do not say that. Adkan.